No worries, mouse. I just watched Fashion Week from a distance. Yeah, no. over the weekend we, we spoke about it. It's just I didn't want to be like, around it. I didn't want to be near it. I didn't want to do anything involved with it. Um, a lot of the women look great though on Instagram. I've seen a lot of women that were out partying at a lot of uh, different events and stuff. They look great. Um, Kaylani looked amazing. Every, Kaylani always looks amazing. <laughs> yeah, no, she was posting some pictures. I was like, Jesus. I just think it's funny with Fashion Week. Like, we ruined we ruined every dope thing that gets attention. The world. Okay. Art Basel was about art. That changed pretty fucking quick. It's about escorts now. <laughs> fashion Week was a cool thing for people that generally cared about fashion, yeah. cared about the brands, come from that industry, love that type of shit. Mm-hmm. I saw people just setting up like the fold-out chairs that they go to church with and just made a fake runway. And now they do Fashion Week events. Yeah. It's like offensive. It's um because everything is so visual now. You don't have to be at Fashion Week to see what's going on and to see... uh the new looks that are coming out and everything. So I think that everything is more about presentation now. It's more visual stuff. It's more, you know. I just, everybody don't, doesn't have to have their hand in everything. Yeah, no, I agree. If I don't know shit about art, Art Basel events ain't going to be my thing. I'm not going to just take advantage of that there's a lot of people over there that are going to spend money and I'm going to exploit it and ruin it. Fashion Week is the same thing to me. Mm-hmm. Though the fashion world is very snobby and it definitely has its problems like every other part of the world, but it's just, dog, don't throw on dirty A1s and then make a place for people to walk back and forth and now you're part of fashion week like yeah, people I mean, we're, I we're taking the what's so dope about culture for the people that really love it and understand it and we ruin it every time i feel <laughs> you that's why i said i was trying to you know stay as far away from it as i, as I could and not only um <clears throat> was it fashion week it's also the vmas as well so new york was really busy this, it was very very this fun. weekend um so you know it was a lot of things going on but uh everything seemed to you know go off well i've seen a lot of people uh around in Harlem. I seen a bunch of people. I was like, what are y'all doing uptown? Like, mm. y'all would never be uptown. But, you know, a lot of people was hanging out and just seeing different parts of the city. So, I mean, I guess it was cool, especially coming out of the quarantine last year. You know, the city's starting to get its energy back. I think that um, it was a good weekend for New York overall, but I, I avoided as much of it as I could. And I realized what I just said is pretty much what white people have done in the entire world <laughs> for its existence. Mm-hmm. I just... <laughs> now... My white guilt is kicking in. And I need to. I need to just speak up. Can we stop ruining great cultural things? Right, right. <laughs> it was just. It was disgusting. I would watch from a distance. I even went to the furthest thing I could find from EDM. I ingested a substance. I won't say what the substance was. Mm-hmm. And I went to I, what I was told was house music. It was not house music. It was EDM, and they tried to throw some house drums in there. And it was probably better than any fashion event I would have tried to force. Okay. Because that's not my world and me trying to pop up in certain things like, mm-hmm. hey, Prada. <laughs> I don't know that shit. Yeah. So I was like, well, let me just go somewhere. Let me experience something else that's not going to be the moment of what the weekend is. Mm-hmm. And I, I took some drugs and I, I went to a sea of other people that were taking drugs. Mm-hmm. And I heard the same beat for seven hours. Oh, yeah. It like and it felt like seven minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was outside for 10 hours. <laughs> I found out more about myself. Yeah, yeah. I'm try- I think I understand this EDM. They call it house. Maybe it's just because I have a different appreciation for house that I don't consider that a lot of that electronic stuff now, house mm-hmm. music, mm-hmm. but it blends. Yeah. All genres blend now. Yeah. I found out, I think I understand why they just let the same beat ride for hours upon hours mm-hmm. you need that type of time on those types of substance to like really learn about yourself mm-hmm. and if you get a quick distraction during your thought it throws it off it'll go away yeah. you'll move on to something else right so at least i can focus on the same percussion mm-hmm. 
in the same sweat that I might have been half naked at Brooklyn Mirage. Yeah. Like, I used to do Paloozas there. I saw staff, and they was like, yo, your pupils all right? Yeah. <laughs> yo, your pupils? Like, yo, yo everything so I your pupils? Your life, yeah, I, yeah. Yo, shocked to see you here. Yeah, this yeah. ain't your type of stuff. <laughs> yo, one of the security guards uh, who I was really cool with through Palooza, I was walking out to try to get my Uber, and he stopped me. Like, I said, oh, shit, how you been? Everything. And he looked, I looked, I was coming down from what I was on. Mm-hmm. I looked in his eyes when he was looking in mine, and he was like, Damn, I think we lost Rory. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he was generally concerned. He's like, "What are you like? What are you doing here? Yeah. Like, are you are you okay?" Mm-hmm. We just worked together. He talked to me like he was my father. Yeah, he was concerned. Like, you probably because you know what it is. You don't me, know how you look when you like on substances. Ever. And then the person that has seen you before, they probably like, "Yo, he looked like himself. He looked a little." Meanwhile, it was out. great working out. My reason for being here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, I get it. Over I mean, EDM beats. Yeah, I, but I mean, you know, certain times you hang out at these events, man, and it's like almost if you're not on these substances, you feel like the oddball and everything is weird to you. Oh, no, I went there because I was on the substance. Okay. I would have never just went there. That was part of the substance. Let's okay. just go and do Can this. Can we say what the substance is? It was a mixture of some things. Oh, okay. Oh, so you were really like on your white boy. You was a white boy this I, week. Mo, I have been trying to find my purpose in life. No, because you're a brother. I don't know if you know that. Like, you're a soul brother. Like, so we, you know, we've adopted uh, you in our You are culture. not about to uh, bounty hunter me. What's his name? <clears throat> no. I don't get a pass. Dog. No, no, no. No, you're not dog the bounty hunter. No, I'm just saying. I don't get a pass. No, you like, we've I adopted don't. you. We've, we've, we treated you like Justin Timberlake. You know, we've adopted you. Oh, he you. see what he did. No, I'm just saying like, you, you know, Justin has. He went, he went back to the woods. He has soul. Like, like, I went back he, to the EDM. I went right to, right to Greenpoint, Brooklyn. No, I'm just saying like, we've, we've adopted you I'm in our culture. you like he did. No, nah, we've adopted you in our culture. So, you know, it's it's just like, yo, we want to make sure that you are, right. you know what I mean? Like, you know, you're good out here in these streets, man. I'm just trying to find new ways. We did the cord cutting thing. I'm trying to find new ways in a safe way. Okay. Not mad at I've, that. I've had, you know, we've, we've talked about alcohol issues, a bunch of things. I'm trying to do it a healthy way, yeah. find new ways. Got you. I wasn't Got doing you. any substances that were bad. Okay. Okay. Just uh, self, self-reflecting self type okay. of substances. Got you. And I thought maybe an annoying drum pattern would help me. Would help you get to where you needed to go. And that drum pattern, I realized, becomes less annoying when you're on a certain substance. There you go. Okay, so see, this is why it, we it need becomes, you. Becomes. Uh, this is why we need you in our culture. Your heartbeat. Yeah. Yes. We need you in our culture for these type of things to let us know, you know, what happens when you take these substances and listen to the same baseline and, and drumline. Interesting. The few words that are in there, everyone knows the words, and I had no idea what they were. It, all it was a really clear. weird experience. Yeah. Very weird experience. Well, I'm glad you had that. My experience wasn't as uh, daring as yours was this weekend. I just chilled. I watched a bunch of uh, shows and docs that I needed to catch up on. I finished Clickbait on Netflix. Really good show. Uh, I won't spoil it for anybody. I don't know who saw it, but it was a really, really good show. One of those who done it. You know, we love a who done it. Of course, we, that's, they they keep they keep repackaging the who done it, and we sit there for twelve hours in front of the TV, like I'm so, trying I'm so to figure bad. it out. I leave the TV world and go out in the real world to try to find out who did, who it. did it. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> like that's what it's right all now, about. It's a TV show. It's yeah, TV it's show. like everybody. You question hmm. everybody hmm, now. That like, parking I'm, garage looks familiar. Yeah, you know Let what I'm me saying? Go investigate. You see a white van. You start <laughs> looking at that shit. Like it's somebody in the back of that. Like <laughs> I should get this license plate. Take a picture of it. But um, so clickbait was really good. I watched that. Uh, I watched the new. Malcolm X Muhammad Ali documentary. Uh, it's called Blood Brothers. I saw the trailer on for it. Uh, on Netflix. Um, I don't know, man. I you know I followed the I, I watched a bunch of docs around Muhammad Ali and Malcolm X and their friendship and their you know 
they're not friendship after all of these years. And this documentary, I don't know, it, it, it drew a different emotion out of me, man. This one, I kind of felt I was really hurt by it because this was the first documentary. Uh, they spoke to Muhammad Ali's brother um, and they were talk. They was talking to him about, you know, the whole time with Malcolm X and Muhammad Ali, uh, their friendship. And then when they stopped speaking to each other, that whole thing. And it, it really bothered me, man, because it, it just for the for the first time, I really felt like like, damn, like Malcolm X was really made to be the villain in this situation. And, you know, it 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 doesn't come across. I I never felt like Malcolm X was the villain. I felt like he felt like somebody that he looked up to did something wrong mm. and he spoke out about it because at the end of the day, right is right, wrong is wrong. You know what I mean? Like you could be my best friend, you could be my mentor, you could be my father, you could be my brother, whoever. But if you're wrong, you're wrong. And M Malcolm X spoke out about something that he felt was wrong coming from his mentor and his leader. And because of that, you know, everybody kind of cut ties with him, stopped speaking to him. <clears throat> and you could hear how, you know, Muhammad Ali's brother was speaking. He was like, you know, Muhammad Ali was hurt that he had to stop speaking to Malcolm X and that, you know, he really loved him. And this yeah. was somebody that he really looked at as a brother. And you know, that really like it bothered me because I'm like, well, damn, like he just felt like he was speaking out against something that was wrong. And, you know, it's like you lose your friends because you feel like, yo, listen, this is wrong. You know what I mean? But you didn't think that it would cost you a friendship. And, you know, like Malcolm X was saying in the doc, he was like, he felt like he had lost everything because he spoke out against something that he felt was wrong. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you sit back and you think about, you start looking at friendships that or relationships that you may have in your life where things took a turn and it's like relationships where you don't speak to people anymore. And he's like, yo, they did something wrong. But it's like, do you not speak out against what's wrong for the sake of not losing that friendship? Or do you stand on what you believe in? no matter what, and just hey, like, hey, listen, we're not friends anymore. We don't speak. It is what it is. So, you know, that documentary was really good. Uh, I, I, I I told a few of my homeboys to watch it because I think it puts things in a different perspective. Uh, you know, we've seen the documentaries about these two gentlemen before, but this one was a different uh, perspective, and they spoke to some people that we didn't hear from. I think this this is the first time I ever heard Muhammad Ali's brother speak in a documentary, so that was, that was different. But um, really good documentary. Really, really yeah. good documentary. So I watched that. Um... But I mean, I, and I, this has nothing to do with NOI or Muhammad Ali or anything. Again, I don't, I don't know that situation, nor will we'll speak on it. <clears throat> I mean, we've seen a lot of situations. I'm not even going to compare anything to do with us or, or, or make it anything <clears throat> in that regard. But yeah, it happens a lot of times when, when you're in large groups that are bigger than you and things that are bigger than you. Mm -hmm. One individual will speak out about something and how structures and certain groups are formed and how they operate for it to continue on mm -hmm. people got to make choices yeah yeah and sometimes those choices depend on do i want to stay friends with this person or do i want to continue on with what this greater goal is over here mm -hmm. and that's where it's your lines just get blurred with yeah. everything no i get and it sometimes you never even know the decisions you really make in those crucial moments mm -hmm. until 20 years later yeah. or something. Cause you got to see where the, where the outcome is, but you got to stand in what you feel is right at the moment. Mm -hmm. Can't, can't ever get wrong or pardon, ever get mad at someone doing that. 
Yeah. And then Malcolm X's daughter, they showed a clip of her speaking at Muhammad Ali's memorial. And she was saying how, you know, when she was a little girl and her her dad and, 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 Muhammad, and Muhammad Ali were close, she remembers the bond that she had mm-hmm. formed with Muhammad Ali and then not, you know, speaking her father and Muhammad Ali not speaking all those years. So they kind of lost touch. And then she was, you know, at the funeral, she was speaking about how when she got back in touch with him, you know what I mean? Like that love was still, she could still, even though he was still, he was a shell of what he was as far as his personality and yeah. his motor skills and stuff. She said that, you know, when she saw him again, automatically was right back to that. Like, you know, I like, mean, you know what I mean? It's, like, it's always, Ali, the, the amount of spirit, energy and person he was. Yeah. Even if he yeah. definitely went through some, some things yeah. mentally because of boxing, mm-hmm. he's still, he's Muhammad Ali. Yeah. yeah that, that disease can't. Yeah. Yeah. Fight against Muhammad Ali. He's always still going to be himself in that capacity. Yeah, so that was a good. It was a real good documentary. Um, listen to some more music. It's a lot of good music out right now. I meant to text you that uh, the other day. Like, dog. Like, do you realize how much good? Like, it's a lot of good music out. Like, I've been sitting on the AZ album. Yeah, I about to say AZ has a really good album out. Uh, Which I want to say, <clears throat> I have AZ top seven best rap voices ever. He's on there for me. Grand Poobah's on there for me. What for sure. Q-Tip is on there for me. Scarface is on there for me. Scarface. Big, of course. Yeah. Um, Pac. Yeah, Pac. Um, Jay. Like, these are like the distinct voices where you cannot confuse these gentlemen ever. But I, I think, like, it's interesting. We can get into some rap nerd shit real quick, and I, we weren't even planning on talking about this. Mm-hmm. Jay's, I think, is so iconic because of the legacy of everything that he's done. Like, mm-hmm. somebody like Kiss, I feel like, Kiss could have put out one album and forever he'd have one of our favorite rap voices. Yeah, yeah. I feel like AZ too. I mean, AZ has had a great career. His discography is crazy. Even if AZ just put out uh, Do or Die mm-hmm. or just did the Life Life's a Bitch verse, mm-hmm. he just has one of those voices that yeah. it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of other rappers have that voice that's just so familiar to us and so iconic. Like T.I. has that iconic voice mm-hmm. to us. Mm-hmm. Well, he's probably one of those rap voices too that he could have just put out one record. We've been like, that's probably one of the better voices. Just, yeah. to, just tone, not yeah. what he's saying. I get what you mean. Mm-hmm. And AZ through that whole album, I was like, he really has one of the greatest. He could say anything, right? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was. It's a lot of, lot of good music out. I feel like once the two big, big dogs got out the way, I guess everybody released, pushed the button, and was like, all right, hell yeah. Well, it's time to go. Um, yeah, currency got a new joint out, highest in charge. I've been listening to that. Uh, Baby Keem put out a project. Yeah, Baby Keem's project, um, I was really anticipating because I, I do fuck with Baby Keem. I know he hasn't put out much material. I guess that's maybe why I was anticipating it mm-hmm. because of all the hype that he had around him with the connection to Kendrick mm-hmm. and the, the few verses. And Well, let me say, because he's put a project out, but the few music that we've heard from him has been good. Mm-hmm. And we know all the energy that's putting being put in behind him. Mm-hmm. He's about to be the face of a new label that one of the greatest <coughs> rappers of all time is starting. Right. Mm-hmm. A lot of pressure. I would never want that type. Yeah, of that's a lot of pressure. I mean, he's Shout talented. Out to Keem for even, yeah, he's talented. But um, that's a lot of pressure. I thought it was cool that he experimented. Um, there was a lot on it that wasn't particularly, I think, for me. But I can't appreciate trying something different, especially on a, a f- like a real first album. Mm-hmm. Um, sixteen, I love scars. I love the rest of it. I gotta really. It didn't speak out to me right away. Yeah. But I, I can appreciate him really experimenting and trying to do some different mm-hmm. 
type of shit, especially when all the pressure's on and everyone's looking at you and you just got to deliver. And sometimes when you have to deliver, yeah. you go the safe route. Oh, yeah. You go the safe route. Mm-hmm. And he did some shit that still kind of matched what was going on with some of those drum patterns, but it was some He's a unique artist. Shit. Yeah, he's and that's a, why, that's why I don't want to get, I don't want to, ju- I'm not going to judge on that, that capacity because I think he's just getting started. Yeah. And it's not fair for me to judge him in that way yet. Mm-hmm. And I know they'll kill me for every Drake opinion I've said, but these are diff. These are one as a legend and one starting his career. Mm-hmm. So they will be judged different. Yeah. I don't understand how fans don't understand that. Yeah, and I don't understand. I how, judge artists differently of where they're at in their career. But that's but see that's the beauty in in in, in what we what we do, Rory, is that we can hear. You know, you and I are two totally different people. We we agree on a lot. We disagree on a lot. But that's okay. You know what I mean? And I think that people, you know, we can hear, we can, you and I can sit here and listen to the same album, same artist, and have a whole different perspective, point of view, and different emotions about what we're hearing. You know what I mean? And I think that's that's okay. And I think people need to start understanding that it's okay to hear something and like it or hear something and not like it. Like, that's fine. You know what I mean? But a lot of people, like, they just, it's like a weird time now where people feel like if you don't like what they like, then, oh, you don't know. What, what you talking about? You don't know what the fuck is going on. You, it's like, no, I just didn't receive that heart the way you did. And, and that's okay. That's fine. It's it's Stan culture that we've talked about already. Like, And I've been an admitted hove Stan. Mm-hmm. But I also said on Donda, didn't need that J-verse. Right. Like, I can be objective in my admitted standness. And mm-hmm. I mean, I already knew after that podcast, I was going to be attacked by every Drake fan ever. Yeah. And and I know that they just took one fucking little ass clip from it and stepped for the, everything that I said, took everything out of context. Mm-hmm. And I knew that was going to happen. And I don't mind. That's what we're here to do. That The same way I scream at fucking Stephen A and Max mm-hmm. about how dumb they sound certain times. Right. I got to accept it on my so, end too. It's all, it's all, it's all, I'll see one it. Stephen A clip and be like, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Yeah, like, what the then fuck watch, is Stephen A talking about? I'll watch the entire episode like, oh, he makes right, sense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, ha- it happens all the time. It never happens mind. all the time. So I'm not mad at any of that. I I was expecting it, but damn, did they get upset. It's all right. I mean, shit. listen, you can never go to Toronto again. I can go for you. You know, I'll FaceTime you while I'm there. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think I was disrespectful. <laughs> I didn't listen no, back I'm to it. No, I'm fucking with you, man. I'm just fucking with you. No, you wasn't disrespectful. It was, um, it was, uh, it, it was a little hot. We came in a little hot. But the end of it, it was like, oh, okay, I understand what you're saying. You're holding him accountable and to a, a, a standard of himself. Because he's one of the greatest artists of all time. And I, and in that case, I totally understood it. You know what I mean? I understood what you were saying. But, you know, again, it's it's the time we live in, bro. This is that, That's just what's going to happen. If you don't agree with the masses and popular opinion, you're an asshole, you're stupid, and you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. There's Prince albums I don't like. There's Prince albums I don't like. There's Prince records I don't like. There's Michael Jackson records that I don't like. Right, it's see, pushing it. Yeah, I'm just. It is. It's, it's, it's the truth. It's certain Michael records. I'm like, okay, Mike could have kept this one in the files, but you know, that's Mike. And here's the thing: the, I can only understand the artist being upset about it because it is their art, and right. I can appreciate that you were that vulnerable to put your art out, and it's got a sting because that's your baby. I don't mm-hmm. care how long you've been doing it; that's mm-hmm. still your art, and it must really suck to hear people critique it. But that's unfortunately the yin and yang. Of art, it's supposed to be talked about, right? And it's not supposed to be talked about well all the time. That's not what that sentence is. Mm-hmm. So if they get mad, of course I understand that. Yeah, they're fans though. <laughs> Listen, man, it's, <laughs> come on. You got to know on. that that was coming though. We we knew that was gonna happen. But a uh, lot of people agreed with you. A lot of people. Yeah, agreed. Th- yeah. But I, we when we came in, we spoke about it. I, I told you I was surprised at how many people didn't like the project. Like you know, I was just like, damn. Like okay, well. 
you know, there's, ve- just- there's very few art ever, not just music, art ever that's universally loved. Yeah. That happens ve- like a couple times in a generation. Mm-hmm. The rest, of, unanimous, the rest of like the everybody. shit that keeps art going is the fact that all of us either like it or don't and can talk about why we like it or don't like yeah. it. Mm-hmm. As long as you're not disrespectful, what's the right. problem? Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's the point of what we're doing here. Podcasting, it's not the highest form of art, but it is an art. Mm-hmm. Y'all sit here and tear it apart non-fucking-stop, as you fucking should. Right. I saw everyone tearing me apart. Yep, good. Tear my opinion apart. That's what this conversation was about. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking for y'all to agree with me. Right. And if you do, cool. But this is this entire thing that we're doing here. Everything we went through with with the, uh, us versus Joe shit. Tear it apart. This is what this whole thing is. It sucks that it was a real thing, but yeah, this our art is to the public. The public is allowed to talk about it. It's a public forum. Mm-hmm. We're doing this for the public. It's not just you and I talking and not recording it. It's being recorded for people. Right. So is music. When you paint something up there, I don't like how that looks. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Listen, Maybe man. Want to no, listen, listen. Like I said, man. <laughs> I've been really angry lately. I promise, uh, no, I promise it's, listeners, it's going to change. No, 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 no. You, you're, you're fine. Listen, like I said, you can't go I've to Toronto. I've been talking to a therapist. I'm going to be okay. I can't. You know what I mean? And I'm going to bring you back a nice keychain from Toronto. I'll bring you back a Raptors jersey. <laughs> I really like Toronto. Yeah, like you got to, really you know, like it, it, it is what it is. And I really like Drake. Listen, He's man. A really we love, nice person. Listen, we love Drake, man. That's We don't we don't have to say that. He knows that. Um, but into, into new, more new music, uh, Eric Bellinger. Yes. Put out a new project, New Light. Really feeling that. Eric Bellinger, it's hard for him to make a, a project that I don't like. I realized that in listening to this to this album. Eric Bellinger, it's funny you brought up currency, because I've always found Eric Bellinger to be like the R and B currency. Like okay. they put out Consistency. so much stuff and it's never bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They know the right type of sound they want for themselves. Mm-hmm. They'll experiment where it needs to happen. Mm-hmm. And I've, I, they're the same to me yeah. as far as their their careers go. And shout out to Smoke Dizzy, man. I, I've been listening to a lot of Smoke Dizzy lately. Um, I don't think enough people are talking about Smoke Dizzy. I mean, I've, I think Dizzy, that he's I've, been he's been super consistent. Uh, he's consistently gotten better. Um, you know, and I just I just just felt like I had to say that I had to I had to, I had to give Dizzy. Dizzy's some been putting out quality music. Dizzy's been touring. Dizzy's been making bread. I think a lot of times. Back to the fan thing, we always want to give the artists we love their flowers and their credit. And it's like, no, y'all need to, this guy's been making amazing music. No one's paying attention. You feel mm-hmm. as a fan, you got to like pump that shit up. Mm-hmm. For a lot of artists, sometimes it's better just to have that fan base that knows. And if they know, they know. Because right. you're going to stay rich. Yeah, You're going to continue to put out the product you want to put out mm-hmm. and chill. Mm-hmm. It's when you have to cater to all these other different fan bases that you end up compromising shit you want to do mm-hmm. and going into spaces of, of fickle fans that will only be there for a moment. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's cool just for everyone not to know. The right. people that know, know. Right. And I'm going to be fine in my house making money mm-hmm. because of it. And Diz is one of those people because <clears throat> Diz has been making amazing music and gets his accolades from the, from the people I know that he deems matters. Right. And everything is cool. Yeah, he just, uh, you know, it's just when you see guys that are uh, just doing their thing and staying in their lane and really dominating and getting better. Like you got to respect that. Anytime I see somebody working and doing something and you notice that they're getting better and they're staying consistent and you know, they're staying true to their art and who they are. And if you know, smoke, you know what I mean? You know, he's been the same cool dude since forever. 
Yeah. Like, I don't know anybody that has anything yeah. bad to say about Smoke Dizzard. Um, You're weird. So I wanted to give him, huh? You're weird if you do. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, so I, so I was like, let me, I got to give, I had to give him his love, man. Like, he's, I, I've been listening to his, a lot of his shit, man. And he's, I'm just like, damn, like, I don't, I don't feel like people are talking about Smoke enough. Like, he's been, he's been killing shit. Well, a lot, a lot of times. Ransom that, as well. Ransom has been course. putting out a bunch of heat. Uh, Flea Lord. Uh, it's just a lot of, it's a lot of dudes, like, in their own lane, in their own pocket, doing their own thing that I think is really, really dope, man. It's like a really good time for hip-hop and rap. Um, a lot of guys are taking control of their own shit, their own brand, stepping out, trying different things. Like, I like that. I like that energy that's that's going on right now. I just like people like Ransom, Dizza, Fleet. And I just watched uh, Asheroth, uh, Blue, and Mickey on Drink Champs. Like, all those people that were... First through the door with mm-hmm. the internet era, mm-hmm. it looked it looked dim for a while just because of how the industry works. I'm so happy they're now seeing the fruits of their labor and being the first people to set this blueprint because mm-hmm. they were the first one through the door, and that's always the one that's probably not going to benefit the most. Mm-hmm. And then the next generation did. So to see them still here, still making great music, and finally being able to really get what they deserve financially and credit wise is great. That, yeah. that drink champ shit of watching Asher Blue and uh, Mickey was like full circle. It was like, I remember in, in 08 when these were the blog guys. Yeah. And then everyone went to the blogs and they mm-hmm. got they got flooded out and pushed out once mm-hmm. the machine found out, wait, people are on the internet. Right. And they're still kicking. They're still doing great. They're still making music. They're still relevant because they were the ones that actually knew what they were doing. Right. They weren't, all right, we need to make a rapper pop. Let's put them on the blogs. No, they was on the blogs. Mm-hmm. Everyone else benefited afterwards. Mm-hmm. So it warms my heart a bit to see people like them, Ransom and everyone getting this shit still in 2021. Absolutely. 2008. Mm-hmm. And shout <laughs> like, out to Rock Marcy because he was, he was the, uh, one of the few, one of the first ones that really like kept that sound alive. Mm. Like that real grime, grimy rap uh, hardcore shit, uh, street shit. Like Rock Marciano was, he was, he's, he was the one that really did it. And I think what Griselda came and did, they really magnified it and 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 blew it out the out the frame. Um, but yeah, shout out to all of the dudes that's doing their thing, man. I, I, I like the energy around rap right now. I think it's a lot of dope artists that's doing their thing, that's been doing their thing for years, and they're finally getting that recognition. So shout out to them. Um, sorry the kid put out another project. Mm-hmm. I told him, I said, God, every time I turn around, I feel like you put out another project. Another dope project from him, Alone But Not Lonely. It's a lot of good music out. A lot, a lot of good music out, man. I, I I think music is in a good space. I seen you put that tweet out that I was up late night off the number giving relationship advice. Yeah, man. I had to <laughs> let the people know that because a lot of people thought that, you know, that number was fake, that that's not us uh, reading no, its messages and responding. Uh, that is us. We are reading these messages. We are responding uh, when we can. Uh, Rory will be giving you uh, relationship advice. At all hours. I'm ready. At all hours. Uh, recipes. He has salt and pepper ready for you. If you don't know how to... You know, <laughs> not you too much pepper. Though. Yeah, not too much. Or salt. Also, yeah. just very, very art to that. Um, you like bland chicken. I'm your guy. Like, yeah, just that's take what I'm saying. You, got, you up there for that. Um, a lot of people said they wanted to... Uh, Damaris, you have some of the, uh, yeah, the notes, right? shots you guys sent me. Okay. So, a girl named Janae says, Yo, Rory and Maul, tell my man to stop following bitches on Instagram when he goes out to the club with the guys. He won't listen to me, but he listens to everything y'all say. Please. Nah, follow them bitches. Wait. <laughs> so is he going out and then when he follows them when he's out? Yeah, he want to see them in person if they look, you know what I mean? He doing it right. I mean. Like, hey, follow. What's his name? 
Oh, what's her name? Janae? Yes. Janae, you tripping. <laughs> let him follow let him follow them chicks, man. Like shit. Hey, and hold following on. Them. You don't know what guy's not at the club is. It yeah. could be really wholesome. Yo, keep keep me away. I only want to look at on the phone. One of them might might work at Saks or something. He might be trying to get the discount for you. Like you never know why he's following And Mr. Women. Janae just make like a finsta. Or I think that's what they're called. A friendster. Uh whatever your, your other your other page. Yeah. <laughs> what? Maul sent me this one. All right, I went through my girl's phone like I know I shouldn't have and seen she'd been talking to a nigga who sent the dick pic to her and it was way bigger than mine. I really can't confront her about it because it was some sucker shit, but now when we fuck, I feel like she'd be faking. For real, for oh, real, I what saw should that I do? He DM'd that to me too. <laughs> yeah. First of all... I was really th- thrown <laughs> off by that. First of all, if, if you went through your girl's phone <clears throat> and saw dick pics in it, that's not your girl. That's not true. I mean, Bro, she could you, be she could be yours. When Monday, in Tuesday? theory, <laughs> I'm about to say That's Monday, Tuesday. Fair. Was it unsolicited? That's not fair. That's huh? not fair. Was it unsolicited? If I mean, it came for the women, yo, imagine imagine dude sending your girl unsolicited dick pics. That means they comfortable with her. No, that's not true. That's, that's not true. Men, her men, phone. Men how, do, how do they have her number? Mall. Coworkers be sending dick pics. Yeah. I just need more context to her phone, not not to her Instagram, not to her DM. But she, they could have sent this to her Instagram. It, he and never she said saved what it. Part. She saved it to her camera roll. A lot of women share dick pics and group messages. And I mean, she like it. No, that's not true. Listen, she liked that shit. Yeah, and make fun of it, all types of stuff. But why you got it in your camera roll? Why you saved it? You want to keep looking at that shit? And he already said it's way bigger than his. He being listen. This is a brave soul here. We not giving any, him. A, you, are you guys? No, I was thrown back when I read it. That's why I was like, "Whoa, all right." Do you I appreciate his honesty for him. Um, yeah, leave her, dump her. You should I dump just, her. I need more context. Like you saw the dick pic and then just didn't say anything and then continued to fuck. Yeah, he, your, he didn't. Girl. He said now he feels like she's faking. You know he in there trying to he in there trying to slam hard too his little dick. <laughs> he in there with that little piece of shit trying to slam hard. He in there trying to work that little piece of shit. <laughs> you gas, better leave that gas girl. Station boner pills. Yeah, he, you in there. You gonna kill yourself. You gonna break your fucking pelvic bone trying to man get out of here with that little ass piece of shit, man. Leave that girl alone, man. Oh my god. Hey, get a backbone. Dump her. Leave her now. Rory, does the carpet match the drapes? Damaris. Next. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even like looking at you when you said that. <laughs> uh, they want to know if your carpet matches your drapes. Look at what they asking you. <laughs> Hardwood floors. <laughs> oh, they asking my guy Rory some sick shit, man. <laughs> Look what they want to Waxed and vexed. Um, it's been a lot of women texting that number. Yeah, it's been a lot, a lot of women. Women, Must be on women seem to like side of the women seem to like my knees, right, Damaris? They like your knees. They like my knees, kid. Mm-hmm. You look like you hating on my knees too. Don't do, do that. You, I, do you expose them here? I mean, when I wear shorts, you know, I give them. I, I, I act he like had a thot. Jeans with the rips. He had the crazy. Yeah, when I'm on my uh, thotty shit, you know, when I'm okay. acting like a little, a little, a little floozy. Is that one? Do you have like an attribute that you like to show when you're trying to impress a woman? Yeah, give I something my hair, out there. My hair. Uh, women like my hands. Okay. Yeah. She like. Is that. there a specific reason? Why they like my hands? Yeah, or they just look at them and be like, oh. Oh, yeah, no, they just aesthetically, they like my hands. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Um, we found some uh, some footage that we shot in uh, LA a few a few months ago. Yeah, some some more Lost Files. Yeah, when we sat down with Al and uh, Hip Hop and yes. had a real nerdy music conversation. But you know, Al is one of, 
you know, one of the greatest minds and and artists that we have and producers that we have in our culture and hip hop. Uh, hip hop is my brother. He's one of the, you know, young geniuses of the game. Uh, real great mind. Best A&Rs ever. One of the greatest A&Rs ever. One of the greatest people ever just That's to sit true. and talk, talk music with. Uh, so we had a chance to sit down and talk with them about some some music and and even you're not a music nerd it's just a cool conversation yeah it's just an interesting conversation that probably people wouldn't film mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. hop don't talk to people right how don't yeah, talk right. to people like well they, they talk to people maybe not no, on camera that's what i'm saying in yeah. real life they talk yeah, to yeah, people. yeah 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 it's just something that you know typically wouldn't happen mm-hmm. so yeah even if you're not a music nerd I think it's it. something that they'll enjoy and uh See a different perspective. And uh, we got to get back out there, too. I've been thinking about getting back out there and, and, and sitting in with Al because he's done so much. The Boldy James yes. uh, project with uh, Alchemist and uh, mm-hmm. Boldy. Um, Al has a bunch of new shit. I see he's 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 doing a campaign with Ame, mm-hmm. Leon. Ame, yeah. Ame. Um, so, yeah, man, we, we got some got some more footage for y'all, some 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 more stuff in the vault. Um, so, yeah, should we give it to him now? Let's do it. Cool. I mean, you bought some pussy, though. I, what was cool? Edit. Edit. It's very valid. <laughs> <laughs> it's very valid. You, said you bought it. You didn't bring it. You bought it. When you got to use the translation app to talk to them, like, ask them if they got cash app, it's different. It's like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's DR. What happened in DR? Stacy, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I just got to We got some garages. We got to get discussed with Oh yeah, hundred percent. And Justice sent out NDAs. Yeah, I was like, today he sent out the NDA. It's been mad days. I already said everything. I already snitched. But yeah, man, we here, man. Al, man. Um, listen, man. We just want to. We just want to hear some, some, some of the culture, man. I've had a couple of You know things. what I'm saying? Talk about some of the uh, inspiration behind a lot of this shit, man, because I think he's one of the most key figures in uh, the resurgence of what underground sounds right. like. You know what I'm saying? I don't like to call it underground. It's, it's all hip hop to me. But um, yeah, man, we out here in LA, man. It's, it's only right we came and fuck with you, bro. Come on. You know what I mean? So Yeah, we don't we don't leave here pretty much. Yeah, is this yeah, the clubhouse? Yeah, yeah, it was like the real much. clubhouse, yeah, not yeah. the app. It's all just regular. <laughs> it's all just always. It's not like a studio you could like book right. you know what I'm saying it's never like sessions there's no it's like there's no element of like industry ever it almost feels like a lot of that's kind of how it started mm-hmm. it was a lot of homies who had deals and shit yeah. but they would come through and it was like playing hooky from the deal like me him action and, and uh Vince. Dom Jennison and, 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 and Vince and it was just like doing a song with that. I remember that night we were like, yo, we're going to do this and drop it tomorrow mm-hmm. and I was like I, that whole concept was foreign I was surprised Vince was rapping yeah. How's that usually get decided? Really though? <laughs> it was just on the spot, but like at that time it was kind of early and I, I, my brain wasn't wrapped around the, the fast. Like even when I did the shit with Currency, he mm-hmm. wanted to drop that shit the next day. The, the yeah. first shit, Cover Coop. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, you know, because we're used to the whole yeah, take fucking time. a year, mix the yeah, album, yeah. plan it out yeah, three months now. when you turn into master. Mm-hmm. And there was a new mm-hmm. era coming. Yeah. Right. And it was like dudes was moving fast. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wasn't ready for that shit. So I was like, I don't know, I don't know. But I remember that night, it was your idea. We're like, we're going to record this and drop it tomorrow. And then I'm like, damn, that's ill because we used to sit around and have music for six, seven months. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, we dropping shit the same. That's like time travel. 
Like we're speeding mm. shit up, making it more yeah. real time. Do you like that now though? Like cause you, you, you gone from yeah, I'm where here. niggas had to fucking carry like the tracks to the studio, like yeah, they wanted to record yeah, and shit. Reels. Yeah, I, I like it better now. You do? I can't front yeah, okay. because it's more like real time is tighter because I always felt like by the time an album came out, it was like, damn, we on some next shit already. Yeah. Like, damn, it's time to promote it. You don't want to sound like a dick and be like, yo, that, you got to hear what we got. fire though? Yeah. Because I feel like sometimes you'll make something in the studio and everything sounds great on the bigs and I can put it out right away yeah. without living with this shit to make sure it's really dope and I just don't have the studio-itis type shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, fuck, it's already out. The, I probably should have listened to this a few more times. The good thing about sitting with shit is like certain stuff falls to the wayside, but if something been around for a year and it's still fire, mm-hmm. it's pretty much, you know, like, yeah, that's yeah. one of the ones. You know what I mean? Right. You think it could be like like a fault because you don't, you don't get the proper like rollout it deserves because some people just rush out songs? Does that shit matter? Yeah, it's, it's no. gonna do what it's gonna do. It's gonna do what it's gonna do. Yeah, and mm-hmm. depending who the artist is too. Yeah, some yeah. artists need that package. But I'm big on presentation. Mm-hmm. Even if it means same night, tomorrow, drop it. Yeah. It also depends on who you are. Sure. Yeah, like sure. if you're like someone who doesn't do that and then you're like, boom, I just dropped some shit. And mm-hmm. people, then there's gonna be people interacting with it just off the strength of that. Yeah. It yeah. depends yeah. on your fa- if your fan base is there for you instead of there for the moment, you could do that type of shit. Because the fans that are there for the moment need the rollout, they need the packaging, they need to be yeah. reminded this is coming out. Yeah. In but that in itself is a moment though. Yeah. yeah. Like that is, I mean, you basically say like, if you don't have fans, like if your listener is the casual fan yeah you mm-hmm. can't play around like that you need to mm-hmm. let them know okay i'm here you know right. what i'm saying like this is i'm coming shit, this, right. there's a lot of like artists that, that yeah. sell a lot of records that still just have the casual fan they yeah, still have sure. it in the moment because they play the game yeah mm-hmm. if you're gonna play the game you know what i'm saying that's that's a different story yeah if you're chasing the current sound you're just gonna have current mm-hmm. in the moment fans yeah they're not really growing with you definitely they're just gonna move on to the next sound and the next mm-hmm. moment so. yeah. but bringing them real time is a good thing i think mm-hmm. just because i feel like every time we drop an album it's like we're already on some next shit in the studio and True. you yeah. hold your lip and you got to be like this new shit is crazy but you really want to tell them mm-hmm. what's really in the stash but right. it's almost like if you worked at the iphone factory you know, you'd have to come home to your family and not say shit. You're looking at the iPhone 15 or something, but yeah. you're like, yeah, you know, you got to be quiet because yeah. you're ahead. You got to let things take its yeah, time. Right. We can never drop music at the rate we create. Mm-hmm. It just will never happen. Yeah, you know, yeah, so we yeah, were. But when you have the turnaround, it always, especially on the big level, you see that that factored in, like, is a big part of it. Like, what a time to be alive. You remember? It was mm-hmm. like, oh, two months. Yeah. Boom. You could feel them niggas was yeah, freestyling. Right. Right. It was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Bro, this shit is raw. Mm-hmm. Or what about how Yeezus got scrapped? Or what What was yeah. the thing where you, they ended up doing that in like mm-hmm. two I mean, that weeks? That was one of the first real like surprise releases. Like, we I mean, not without a, without a legit rollout. Yeah. Where yeah. It was like, oh, shit. A video? Bam's out already? Mm-hmm. You know, it was mm-hmm. like, Hit no album cover. You know what I mean? Because he pushed it up kind of like what you're saying like he and as much as he could mm-hmm. in the mainstream right yeah. to where it was like he didn't want to do anything that was typical like even through the rhymes it was like i don't want to rhyme mm-hmm. he was yeah. trying to say, he was like, very minimalistic like, i don't want to rhyme i don't want no dope lines yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know what he means, though. yeah he was like i don't want people to think about it. that he said I I don't <laughs> <laughs> so everything was against more music yeah, yeah, yeah it was like no line. melodies yeah. it was like yeah it was kind of like okay cool so on the rollout he was feeling the same way i don't want no album cover mm-hmm. i don't really want a video let's just put a video in yeah you know i got this thing this guy shot of me 
Yeah. Show that yeah. on the side of any unbuildings. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's hard to roll out something you don't even know what it is. Mm-hmm. Like if you're making the same album all the time, you'll know how to roll it out because you've done it already. Yeah. You making some shit that you've never done. I don't know how to make this mm-hmm. connect to a consumer. Yeah. I don't even know what the fuck it is. So mm-hmm. it's best to go left. You know what I mean? Right. But you got a built in, you know what I'm saying? You got a built in. Oh, you just did that for that. Okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But if you go like you normally go, you got to deliver like you normally deliver. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, okay, let me try this out, drop mm-hmm. it this way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, see what happens. But that's back to certain artists, though. Yeah, for I, sure. I feel like yeah, everybody don't have that luxury to do that shit. Like that. Like that. Shit, and I'm like, fam, you shouldn't expect that. You ain't the experimental type. Mm-hmm. Just do right. what you best at. No, they be ambitious. I think a lot of artists. Be, Anytime know. an artist is doing a press run and they say, you know, this was like my Prince experiment album, throw that shit in the trash. Yeah. That's just not <laughs> No, anytime they use the Prince example, I'm like, I don't do that. Doing press is weird as an artist. Yeah, yeah. It's always been weird just because, like, you know, we make music, whatever, now. We're also mm. businessmen. Like, mm. all right, we got to sell this shit. But sometimes it feels like you're out there trying to sell your shit. Like, mm-hmm. yo, yeah, you know, like, there's yeah, a thin weird. line between being thirsty and promoting your shit. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. right. Where it's like, I right, do you worry about that? Or do you, like, oh, this is my shit. I got to promote it. Yeah. At the mm-hmm. same time, it feels kind of awkward. You so know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, you have worse. to do it. But you got to But sometimes it's like, damn, I wish... I didn't have to. And Back to know. your iPhone example. Like, imagine if the guys that are sitting there literally creating the iPhone were the ones that had to go sell it. Yeah, it's They're introverted, buttons. weird people <laughs> yeah. that yeah. are into design. They're not supposed yeah. to. That's it's why you weird. hire sales reps. True, like, yeah, true. Yeah. Our A&R should be the ones doing interviews. <laughs> <laughs> I just figured it out. That's what it is. Them niggas need to go do this. talking about the yeah, but explain the shit, all right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, interviews, all that shit. But I feel like nowadays, I mean... A lot of big artists, I feel like, I don't know how y'all feel like, I mean, you guys are a rare thing and there's certain guys who like, there's like outlets you got to fuck with that's reputable, but a lot of big artists, they don't got to do that shit anymore. Like they don't got to do interviews. They can literally use their social media. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. You you control the narrative now, basically. Like There was no option like that before. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like media is can not control the narrative, relevant, but right. it's close to That's like, as irrelevant as it's been. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you think of like all That's the stuff we had to do, we had to we had to get on like battle of the beats just to get to the into yeah, a rotation to the, for the yeah, mix show yeah, DJ yeah, to stop to fucking get, with you, mm-hmm. just to get into a meeting on for so they could bring mm-hmm. your record up, mm-hmm. calling people, yo, what they say about the record? You know what I mean? Then you got requests. It was so much things you dealing with, and you doing that just to get to the the video portion of yeah, right. MTV, I got a record, mm-hmm. I got this many spins. You yeah, know what I mean? You yeah. keep doing everything right. for the next step to get to the next step, to get to the next step, to hopefully, I guess, you get a big hit and you're right. That was really just, just to sell some noises. Yeah, it, so was, it, was, yeah. it was a whole Crazy. song and dance that you had to do to where, to me, it always look, I always looked at old albums that I wasn't around for mm-hmm. that had an impact on me. Right. So it's kind of like, like, what was the, Songs in the key of life, Stevie Wonder rollout. Right, yeah. it's, it's irrelevant to me. Right, true. I, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I didn't experience it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what, what songs came what. Right, mm-hmm. I got exactly. the album. Just the project. I liked it. Was, it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just gonna do what it. Exactly. Do. So I, so I try to look at the record. I'm making. I'm looking at it like somebody gonna get that shit what sooner is or later. It? You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it just gotta be good yeah. for when yeah. they do. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Tap into that joint. Is that I how you? That's make, how you approach making. An album with that mentality of yes but lately i was thinking differently because we were all talking like you know like playlists kind of mm. change shit it, yeah. even the way you make an album because mm. like i feel like playlists now like all right 
we came up in the era where it was like an album, the project mm. was an experience. Mm. And you experiencing it the way you made it in the order as a thing was like a thing. You know mm. what I mean? And mm. now I feel like with playlists, people pick their songs, they right. make their own yeah. shit. Yeah. And it's kind of like making the art of a whole album not as important. I still like there's mm-hmm. some artists you yeah. expect. Right. Be like, you know, he's going to put some shit together. But overall, it's kind of like yeah. playlists are like playlists are took the average amount time in a song down like a song used to be 330 yeah four minutes two two minutes and 15 seconds now because it'll play this better it'll stream better people just keep putting it on repeat because they want to hear it again like even when i structure an album sometimes if you put an interlude like a transition between two songs Mm -hmm. right you don't want to make it its own id so you got to connect it to the end of the last song or make it the top of the next song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And usually it's relevant to the next song because yeah. it sets up the next right, song. Yeah. Right. But I, I'm kind of weird. I like the song to start. I don't right want away. you to sit through that all the time yeah. with the ID. So then yeah. that other little piece is going to be connected to the end of the last song. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. I've seen reviews where kids are confused and shit. Like, what is It doesn't make sense. And mm-hmm. like, even let's say you take that song and put it in the playlist. Mm-hmm. It's not going to have the next song playing after it. It's yeah. going to be irrelevant. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or yeah, confusing. Yeah. But, you know, it yeah. just made me think about shit yeah. a little different. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's all about that early... When you think about an album as a whole, it's like that first listen. You know it's what I'm saying? Like it's everything. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. kind of like okay, I'm going through it. Mm-hmm. How is how I'm like, feeling? Wow. What is you know what I'm saying? That's one the piece sequence. of work. But the second time around, you pick your joints. You go yeah. where you want to go at. Uh, yeah, you pick your joints. You know what I'm saying? You like yo. You still like that? Or, or you might just stay on the record. Sometimes right. a nigga might not finish an album. You might just <laughs> stay on, on the first side. Yeah, the yeah. Album that I, I was on the, back when you had tapes. tapes I was on the yeah. first side for for months. And yeah, I'm like, oh yeah. damn, the second side is hot too. Yeah, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. I remember that. I remember with, that? with the chronic shit. Bitches ain't shit was on the album and it wasn't on the credits. Yeah. And I remember a nigga playing it in school. And you didn't even know it was on the joint. And I'm like, what joint I is that? hear it, yeah. but I could never find it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm looking for it. They were like, nah, you just gotta let the album play. Well, yeah, I was like, purpose. oh, yeah. shit, okay. Yeah. But, <laughs> but on volume three, when y'all put volume three out, I remember the next day in school, I was like, yo, did you let the outro rock? There's three more records. I was like, I did it, uh, I did it, I did it strictly because of that. Mm-hmm. Because of the way the chronic thing were. And it was like, because it was. What three joints was that? And it, it really was because the credits too. It was a single. Like the like credits, because you had to, like, like you said, with the timing of it, you had to send your credits out first. Okay. Yeah. Because they had to print it up. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, so you, so you had to stick to it. Mm-hmm. So if you had a song that you wanted to add, it wasn't going to be in the credits. Because mm, it was already Yeah, because the year was already had to make it. Yeah, so if you wanted to put it at the end, you just had to be like, hey, there's a secret It's just song. there. And mm. stuff like that. So that's kind of like, I guess that's what they did mm-hmm. as well. I'm thinking, you know what I mean? But it was weird like that. <laughs> you, had to the credits, you had to do the thank yous. I'm like, we didn't even mix the album yet. You want the thank yous? The thank, you, the thank yous was a big thing. That was a big deal. Like, thank you? Hell yeah. Nigga ain't thank you. You be walking right. in the office hot for two months. Yo, these niggas ain't put my name in the thank yous, man. Word up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be, yeah, you definitely was sick of thank that. Hell yeah. On, on, on the credits? On credits, right. the, the first album I did, my shit looked like a book. That shit took me two weeks. I just had little little parentheses with little special remarks to each person. Like shadow, like little inside jokes. Yeah. You know, like the early albums was like yeah. that, like the Gangstar right, exactly, albums yeah. and shit. Like yeah. they really had yeah. like full paragraphs. Yeah. Yeah. I remember Jay writing out his whole thank yous and his writing like I, yo with the like you said, with the parentheses. I felt and the title because of that. They yeah. got the credits on their shit. Do I don't that, know yeah. why everybody doesn't do that. Like, yeah, I want to yeah. look at who did what. I want to mm-hmm. see that shit when I'm listening to the album. But, mm-hmm. you know. Me back, back to the casual consumer. Right. Streaming, they care about the they casual consumer. They don't yeah. sit there and do all the shit. Of course. Yeah. Which is why, even back to you were saying with the whole album experience, 
these days it's almost arrogant for an artist to think I'm gonna make a full album. To think that people in this day and age yeah. give a point. fuck. That's my yeah. point. The attention span is shorter. Like, yeah. when's the last time you heard a third verse? Keep it real. With one oh, no. rapper, no feature. Yeah. When's the oh, last time you heard a third yeah. verse? Yeah. Nah. I was listening to some old joint. Niggas was having pop four of four. I was listening to them. I was like, you're thinking about to do another verse. I was like, yo. And it'd be like on a single. you like, you real. When's the last time? Yeah, like, no, we be good. We be lucky if you bust a second verse. I'll be, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'll I'll been, you don't even get to the second verse. I ain't even been trying to do second verse. <laughs> I don't, don't know. worry about me. Is that me. out now? Is that out? I've been yeah. on. That's over? No, right. It's been like six years since I came. But imagine that, though. If, if all <laughs> you had to do was that, like, you know, like, all you had to do was make friend of foes. and You know what I'm saying? I don't know. But no, I think y'all just conform it to the time. Run it back. You run it back a hundred times. Yeah. Like you were saying, Short my favorite album when I was in like eighth or ninth grade was Mad Villainy, bro. The nigga was, was rapping for yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It was a minute fifty three of just Sergeant Pepper, very dense, very dense though. Yeah, little yeah. snippets, Rock, yeah, like but a lot. In Second, the last um, time. Beastie Boys album was like that too. Yeah, a lot of short joints. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's. Like even all the new guys, the Detroit, stuff a lot like of Detroit shit, one verse and out. They don't even Lucky if you up. get a hook. Yeah. yeah. Shit, we, we were talking in the kitchen how Detroit was so known for being in the pocket more than any city ever, and now rapping over beat is the pocket. shit for they Detroit. Just the yeah, they, they just moved the pocket. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they just moved the four, one of the three. Fucking move the pocket. Move the pocket. Move the pocket. And talks a lot on the Arm Hammer album that y'all just did about not being able to be off beat. Just because you don't understand what's going on. True, you, true. It's a jazz. You, oh, as a, jazz. White, as a white person, that makes me feel really good. Though. I didn't know. <laughs> I was on beat the whole time. <laughs> no, no. He's saying he can't. He's Lucy saying he can't. What he say? He said you haven't mastered. You haven't mastered meter, so you have to respect it. Yeah. You gotta re- just because that shit threw you off, like. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like I'm really. Dancing. As long as it keeps going. I yeah, think it's right. just like an arrogant style of rap. It's mm. like fuck the beat. Yeah. I know where it's at. I know where the snare's at. I, I'm gonna lay my exactly. shit. It's still a timing. Yeah, that's yeah, why I said it's still a timing. It's, it's just like yeah. shit, even Doom was rapping on beat. I'm sure for, on, for a, on, time. on times, but yeah. it's still a rhythm to it. Yeah, yeah. like it you can bop to it. Yeah. If you can't bop your head, it's, it's out. You know, and it's I mean? all about you can tell what type of rapping is more about what you saying than how you saying it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's like right. the cadence is like almost the rhythm. The cadence. That's what I'm saying. At a certain point, Doom started talking to you with numbers, just in what he said like that. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Like there's a style where you like you listen you lock into like a part of the beat and there's a hi hat doing something. I don't follow that. Yeah. Okay, cool. We've heard that so much mm-hmm. that it's almost mundane. Right. Or for someone to go off the path and yeah. make a, 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 a rhythm that's still there but yeah. not exactly what the beat is, it's kinda dope. Yeah. yeah I, I get it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Like I see why, you know, people like that. But shit. I can see why it don't connect as well. You know yeah, because people are so programmed to, to rhythm. And it's not it, yeah. Yeah. You gotta yeah. have everything in your wheelhouse and it's gonna show if you don't have the other. So if you mm-hmm. like super offbeat but that's just what you do because you like a cool it's gonna charismatic work. nigga, it's gonna work. that's cool. Mm-hmm. But then if you really don't got the skill to back that up when it's time to like yeah. do something else, mm-hmm. then yeah. that's gonna show. Sure. And yeah. then the same way if you're a super like Mr. Locked In here but then have no ability to like yeah. Freestyle well, when it's that. time or like get yeah, looser, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You can hear you can hear rappers flirting with the offbeat thing a lot. Like even on a Mox Mock Mock new album. 
Sometimes here and there he flirt with almost going pocket, off a yeah. beat a little bit out of the mm-hmm. pocket. He was one of the ones that really forged that style lately. Yeah. It was like he was doing it like a jazz. We were listening to his shit like this was it's, it's, He's another different. one of the ones, though. If yeah. you have a master reader, so you got to respect it. Like, right. When you it was under, different shit. When you see, he really bust niggas' heads because this nigga Sadu sent me. There's basically just like a form and meter, literally, of like poetry that mm-hmm. bro locks into sometimes that is like mm-hmm. some just right. head bust shit like you yeah, really actually yeah. getting shown and it's not something that's normally that's, that's normally, normally shown yeah, to be honest people, but it's a normal thug does that works. shit too thug yeah. is great thug does that shit too yeah. so it's not yeah. just underground it's yeah. like you yeah. can't no, even right. say it's, mm-hmm. it really goes across the map it's, it's style innovation. Right. Yeah. yeah it's style it's innovation and it's also about and also what they see in the, in the beat. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, everybody see it. Like this, to it's mm-hmm. like, oh, this shit, route down the mountain. This is how I, I see the way. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Look what I'm doing on mm-hmm. this shit. Right. Yeah. That's interesting. I respect it. I'm sure the vaginas out there are so wet oh, off this conversation. Yeah, this, is, this, is a, this is a nerdy <laughs> conversation. Wait, but speaking, speaking of, cool, though, of elite rapid, can you tell the M story you told me in DR? Uh, when he was a tight man? Oh, yes. <laughs> I wonder if I'm going to get in trouble for this, but I don't care. <laughs> so I was on tour with him in Australia, right? He, you uh, got his DJ and his hype. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> he was there. He was definitely on tour with it, so he was there. He don't know that I got in trouble. So it was like, uh, Uh-oh. he had a song, and he was bringing me out to uh, perform, because obviously when I was performing, it was like 20,000 people, which is like a lot for me still, but it was still like a quarter of the show who was supposed to be there. So he was looking out, and was like, we're going to do the song again on my set. So we did it. We get to his verse, he's like, can you, everybody know me, I got lisp. I don't even be rapping fast like that because that should be catching me up. So mm-hmm. the nigga going crazy and I'm trying to like hype man and catch the words, but I'm missing it like every time. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. The next day, they like, uh, he sent uh, Tracy to talk to me like, Marshall needs to speak to you. Man, I'm in trouble. <laughs> he pulled me in the back like, man, I need more help. Like, you got to be a better hype man, basically. Like, you need to catch my words. And I'm like, so I spend the whole 24 hours trying to learn every single bar just to make sure I can catch that nigga <laughs> on the stage. Hey, that wasn't an easy one either. Oh my ass. Yeah. catching the words, but I'm not moving. And I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck, now I'm just, oh, yeah, just, just like, focusing yeah. on the rhyme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm all you, nigga. I'm, I'm all you. <laughs> yeah, he talking. It was I'm like you. you say it. Yeah, and this ain't all the, your bars, nigga. Yeah. This ain't the my name is Eminem. Yeah, yeah no. this is fucking oh, yeah, quadruple yeah, yeah, pocket yeah. Eminem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah, stressed out, man. Yeah, that's some. You funny never thought shit. about that, right? Like the Eminem hype man. Like what they probably got to no, do. No, I don't realize. Yeah. Like, yeah. Different respect for Denon. Yeah, that nigga supportive. don't miss, and I'm like, damn, this uh, shit yeah. crazy. Cause yeah, that's a whole other thing. Like the Eminem hype man. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, he's surgical. Especially on stage, yeah. with all detail. Yeah, Jesus. Be, I'd be terrified. Yeah. So, so another conversation we was having at Dior. I do want to ask you, with shows and being a producer, if I'm a producer, I might fight in my contract to get a small percentage of your shows. Yeah, we did talk about that. Like, I think it's interesting, especially, especially in the mixtape era. Song? Yeah, like in the mixtape era, you remember... Mm. Like no one would pay. No one would pay for any beats. Then they'd go tour and make their bread off the mixtape shit. Producer would get nothing. I mean, Grant's a there little different some, now. Like, but isn't there some performance the, fee you that get? That was the um thing. Song gets, you do. You, you do get a small um, amount of money when you song, but they have to register yeah. it and all that. You, you make a small that. amount. Mm. Um, that was Lord Finesse argument. Argument with Mac Miller. Okay, yeah. This was that you was able to use the song to generate all this money. Because mm. yeah. you are monetized, even you know if it's saying? not directly so if, from yeah. the audio if, file. At least if yeah. I get paid the regular way, right. at least I'm, that's, okay, yeah. I, I accepted that. That was my, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But 
you went out there and you didn't really have records yet, then that might have been the first one. Let's say somebody did your mixtape or some shit like that, and you just go out there. Because, yeah, you, money, get, like, you get royalties off everything else as a producer and a writer, but... If there are you out there amounts you get performing like, like, my shit, did, I need a royalty like, off that too. Like whoever did like Trap or Die, you know what I'm saying? Mm, right. Jeezy was on tour for Trap or Die. In the, the mixtape like, era, like when 50 was touring and doing everybody else's songs exactly, before yeah. his album dropped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, I feel you. I think now, I don't know if it's as relevant. I mean, but, but yeah. even, even original music that was on mixtapes, like they wasn't paying no. any of those producers. That was a renegade era. Though. Yeah. Just, just in general. But I'm just saying, mixtape if you're going on tour and I'm watching you do fucking 30 cities with my record that I didn't charge you for. Right. You gotta bust some of that down. Like some of that bread needs to come over here. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, producers union. They need their money. Producers union. They need rappers union. Yeah. So Al, um, Alfredo, man. I mean, we. I don't want to dig too much into the history. Like we. Yeah. Anybody that's listening and watching this, they know who you are. Um, how was that being recognized at, by the Grammys? That was a for trip. a project like that because that wasn't the. I was happy at the nomination. I was like, I'm, I know they're not going to give them the, the award, but just the nomination, because I felt like now everything that people like Rock Marcy has been doing for a lot of years and Griselda and you obviously forever, I felt like it was, it was being recognized on the level with everybody else. That's what I think it was. Mm-hmm. I think they were starting to get shit right on, in that department over there. To me, when I saw all the the people that got nominated. Like, I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. I guess that was like, because we didn't, I guess you have to submit it. Mm-hmm. So Empire kind of like put it in the mix. I was actually surprised because I wouldn't have expected that, just like some of the homies probably. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, it did make a statement. Yeah. Like, and even it, like, the fact that we even got like recognized for it to mm-hmm. me was exactly what you're saying. Like, right. all right, we need to start paying attention to some of this shit that's going on over here. Right. Cause there's good music going on, and I do think it was weird because it was other artists like I think it was like Little Baby or The Baby, certain stuff that should have been in that category mm-hmm. too, but it mm-hmm. felt like they split. I it. think what happened is last year, Cardi won, right? Won the Cardi the year, before, year before, before, yeah, yeah. I think that's when they changed the rules, yeah, and they tried to get like way more okay, only hip hop votes on hip hop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because before it used to be a lot broader yeah. to where like other people could vote on that main category to right. where now it's like they singled it down to mainly people from the hip hop world yeah. voting on hip hop albums. Yeah, because mm-hmm. that's where it was fucked up. And I think that was, was uh, like, I know that name. You know, that was a reflection of that. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? That, that, year, that year, this year was, was a reflection, reflection of that. that. Of them changing everything. Of everybody being like, okay, these are the records mm-hmm. that, that, you know, that crowd, but they don't really got it's early for them to, you know, that yeah. it's early for that. So now they got to start figuring it out. Like, okay, cool. We can't go all the way here. We got to yeah. balance it out. We got to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Figure it out. We can't just go, oh, now we're going straight artistic. Yeah. Right. And leaving along, you know what I mean? The popularity. It's like, right. it got to be a, a balance of the two because there's fans that obviously love that shit too. You know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. it's like, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I think that's where it's going to be interesting to see where it goes where it goes next year. Right. You know I mean? Boogie, did your generation give a fuck about the Grammys at all? No. Not really. I think it's like, but I, nigga, I would be happy to be nominated, of course, but like, mm. nah, I don't think nobody really give a fuck no more, for real, for real. Mm. 
What's the what's the award for y'all? Though I think when yeah, niggas get it, that's when it can be like, oh, none of us got into this to get a Grammy. Right. Let's just say that. Right. If it happened, it would be amazing. It's cool. That was never like one of our aspirations. I can think of a million other things. Approval from some of my peers. Right. That's more important. Yeah, but to me, yo, it's amazing. But I felt like that was never our goal. You know what I mean? So, but I think it's cool that they're getting it right. In terms of, I think. I, I said no, like, hella quick. But I think when I seen the Alfredo shit get nominated, and I seen a lot of the other shit that was on there, too. Yep. It was like... Royce. Okay. Yeah, I'd like to be amongst those names. Not even amongst, but it's just like, this This what y'all doing? Like, like, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, I heard that. Oh, right. The like, year before was that, um like, was Tyler. Yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what it was. Which yeah, got, yeah. And that also kind of shook things up as yeah. well. So, yeah. you know what I mean? So they keep adjusting yeah. because of the complaints. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, like, but yo, still, Tyler, but still. I, I can't lie. Tyler getting it is crazy, and I know that was crazy for him. But knowing that nigga for so long, I know that that's been. That, like, came from his head. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, mm-hmm. dude was like, I'm going to get a Grammy. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And winning got his, his Grammy. career. He was always vocal, like, nah, I want that. Where I'm saying, with the shit, shit. Mm-hmm. I'm saying shit coming from this desk, mm-hmm. like, that I, where I know this dude really sitting here, right here like this, and make music like this. Mm. Like, like he said, he don't want music for a Grammy. Right. Like. But even, I, even I'll say with him being in that category. That was my favorite album of that year, Tyler's album. I didn't think it was a hip hop album. I don't think it should have been in the rap category. It wasn't a rap album. Yeah. Like it was my favorite, but I wouldn't put it, I put it in album of the year. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mm-hmm. put it in rap album of the year. Right, right. So that's where I feel like, all right, just trying to save face is still I was, fucking up the integrity of the show. Cause now you're just putting things in genres they don't belong in. But mm-hmm. he's been suffering from like lack of uh, detail and like being perceived you know what i mean mm-hmm. like that's that's an old thing of just like the urban section yeah. you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah, like yeah the yeah, best. yeah. Mm. you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. that's just how that goes so like that's why i think on one hand it is kind of weird the grammy thing because it is like the best Yes, it can yeah. feel like the best black award mm-hmm. or like the best black music mm-hmm. or best black what's, what's the ideal accolade for both y'all like what would be the number one this is what I have to get well not have to get but I would like to get the most see that's what I was saying I think in theory what the Grammy is supposed to stand for is like the, the best music or how I used to look at it as a kid before I got into the politics mm. I would still want that part of it but me knowing how that it's been so biased for so long it just makes me be like I don't give a fuck about that shit but I feel like it's leaning towards getting the shit together and that shit would be amazing to me. I, I wouldn't deny it, but also a hit. You feel me? I don't want it to yeah, be like more importantly. the nigga, the he hard or underground or however. I want it, I want that hit. So mm-hmm. that's, that's the accolade for me, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I feel you. Like it's less of an award and more just like, I don't know. I don't think I have like a holy grail like that. Okay. I think like I want to see how long I could go and how like pure I could keep my feeling mm, about doing music. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I know that's a super challenge. Once right. you get in the in like the older years. Like right. I've never been like the hit maker guy. Mm-hmm. You know, like some guys made their career figuring out how to change yeah. the time and scoring. 
Like, I don't want to name names, but like we know the ones like, mm. and I respect them. Mm-hmm. I always felt that was dope, but I just felt like that's not was never my bag. So it was like to be able. I always say like you know in a club, like you could walk around the club and chase girls, right? But or you could stand in one spot. Right? And just like, they'll probably come around. You have a better <laughs> shot if you stand in one spot. So I'm like, we did, We try to do the same shit with the music. Like, yeah, I like to get inspired. Like, I remember when, um, damn, like, when, when, like, when the South shit was happening, like, Crunks was kicking and Lil John was killing it and 3 6 was hot. And New York started letting the influence in. Mm. Like, to me, Dipset, what they were doing, Heat Makers, they really mm-hmm. allowed that influence of some of yeah. the South bounce, took the soul records and like. meshed it and made a sound that was allowing some of the stuff that was happening to like influence you. Mm-hmm. So I feel it's good to still yeah. let new yeah. shit in, but still kind of have a yeah, but, but you Absolutely. still also have to think like hip hop changes real lifetime, 10 years. Hip hop is like 10 months. That's how quick shit <laughs> yeah. changes. That's, That's crazy. crazy. So, if you're a producer, yeah, it might be faster than that. Man. <laughs> Word. You got to think crazy. from a producer standpoint, there's always going to be a younger kid that's doing the moment sound better. He'll just do it better we're than just you talking because about they're creating that in that moment. So if mm-hmm. you don't have your own sound and some shit that people can rely on you, it's not really a long game in that shit. Right. It won't last. Or then, you you know, otherwise it's more like work for hire and you have to keep changing and adapting. Yeah. For me, like, I'm not a musician. Like, I could by ear. Mm-hmm. But like I base my shit on my ear is my is my strength, like by far more than my hands or like like just is he was an engineer first. Just right. is like a scientist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he, he you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I my name throws people off. I think like it, it yeah, they think like, they yeah, get us like super. I just get inspired and make weird shit happen, and I listen. Right. I just be trusting my ears. Like I'm not as good technically, mm-hmm. I guess. You know, but, but I don't like to say you're not a musician. Not a, of, of I don't know this. how to play music. I don't know how to read music. Yeah, you know what but I mean? that's still. I mean, so in, everything in that term, that is a definition of musician. True. You gotta be and not to, to like, like to like yo. I ain't shit. I'm just saying like, and then maybe one day I'll learn. But I feel like my strength that. always been this. It's we all have probably the same strength. Yeah. That's yeah. why when you make beats, they're dope. Mm-hmm. Like it, just, if y'all made here. fucking yeah, beats, you, it would put you enough time to it. You know, it would happen. But it's like this has always been my skill. So it's like, I just put faith in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, feel like y'all. Shit, that's that's that more important than and don't have it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You can play every instrument in the world. If you have it, I, know, I love together, those guys. Like, bro. like musicians, because they just be so in it when they're playing. Like, you ever been in a studio with like a keyboard player oh, and yeah. they're playing and they're just like, where are they? Like, mm-hmm. they're looking off their neck to the side. <laughs> like, they're doing this shit, you know? And you're like, damn, but they don't know when to stop. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. they respect you because yeah. you're like that part right there. Yeah, I feel like to be that's, that good. That's producing though. To yeah. be that good at playing, you have to immerse yourself in it. Mm-hmm. And I never, I felt like I was kind of afraid to do that. No, that's your man. Because I'm like, damn, if I go that route, like I'm obsessive. Yeah, I might forget about the other shit. Now I'm doing what they're doing. Because anytime I give mm-hmm. musicians when I like chop up a sample and have them replay it, they'll be like tripping out when they figure out how to the chords. They're like I remember one dude was laughing. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. I, this chord, I would never play like this. And I'm like, see, if I start mm-hmm. learning how to play, I may not chop shit up yeah, like that. Yeah, stick to that wrong. traditional right. classic chop was shit. musically yeah. wrong. Right. But he learned how to play it and was like laughing to himself. <laughs> and he was like, yeah. I was like, man, my bad. But yeah, I think there's a good medium. Mm-hmm. But uh, it ain't, it's still, I respect 
the art of what we do, I respect it, you know. I said, most, most of putting before. together my project was bringing in musicians and everybody else to any direction, no. Play to this drum shit. shit for the next hour. I'm gonna sit it out and find every little and you're part. Producing. Yeah, yeah, you're producing. That's really how it went. There's a no, skill I'm giving to you that. no direction. Go play against this drum loop. And Listen, move. that's producing. I'm, you know, there's sometimes people have things they can say about Khaled. I respect Khaled because there's a skill to what he does. Absolutely, like, he's easy to do. No, yeah. Yeah, to, to get to get the, you know, he has a cast that's great, but you still have to make. A mm-hmm. great song, and each time keep doing it. Like yeah. there is a skill to what he does mm-hmm. that I can't do. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. we all have our perspective skills. But mm-hmm. I definitely respect that because mm-hmm. I feel like that's producing. Right. And some people get it twisted. It's like beat making is its own world. Yeah. Record collecting is its own world. Like I, you could just stop there and be a record guy mm-hmm. and I'll find samples, yeah. or you could be a guy that finds samples Brown. and makes beats. Mm-hmm. You find samples mm-hmm. and makes beats and produces. Yeah. Like you don't even have to do all of them. Yeah. Right. You know and, what I'm saying? Right. People downplay access when it comes to producing. Like yeah, that's, that's a that's a big that's big a, thing that people me, don't really talk main, about. One of the main things, like because once you reach a level of of like celebrity of like people wanting to work with you, you it's all there for you. Like yeah. you could just be like, you know, oh, I want to work with you. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like like switch to go in there and be like, yo, your album ain't done. <laughs> be like, either go there, you know, my album ain't done. Nah, your album ain't done. You got to hear this. You got to do this. You got to do that. You know what I mean? And it's like, niggas, you know, the average person's like, how the fuck you even get in there? Some people got beats outside just right. trying to like, hopefully somebody open the door and maybe mm-hmm. they listen to one of these beats and mm-hmm. I swear, you know what I'm saying? But if you certain people I always say like relationship producers mm-hmm. to where it's like okay if you know if 10 people could get in the room with with Jay nine, nine of them probably would make a record you know what I'm saying they'll right. figure it out if, right. if they had the access yes. and the time yeah, and, yeah. you know what I'm saying to, to go back and forth and be like oh like this like yeah, that yeah, yeah. like that okay cool mm-hmm. here you go you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. or to go through 25 beats they'll find one you know yeah. what I mean yeah. so it's just about who's gonna get that Who's yeah. gonna, whether it's gonna be somebody that they work with, whether it's because they're cool with somebody. And that's what um, used to always be um, Banks, Banks' argument. Was that he, he said, you got to be at a, a certain tax bracket to work with Jay. <laughs> yeah. And he just, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, it's like yeah, you know, you gotta. It's funny. That's my you gotta, man. you gotta the life lifestyle. You gotta yeah, be in. Nah. You gotta move around a certain way. To, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you remember yeah. when you came to the studio, right? When you when you came to the studio to do the song for Jay, how did that happen? What recently? No, a long time. Back when we did the baseline. He didn't show up. Remember? Yeah, but why did why did you go? Oh, because I seen him in the club. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I seen him in the party. <laughs> Yeah, I seen it. They were all out. Remember every yeah. single one of them. Everybody, damn! I don't think you were there. You were at the studio. I was at the studio. Right, they were all out. Some club. Yeah, like yeah. life or some shit like yeah, that. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, every single one of them. And then I think I seen your brother. He told me come up on the couch. And they were all standing. Say what up to to Beans. Up to, and I seen Jay. I said what up to him. He's like, man, you gonna stop wasting them beats. <laughs> yo, it threw me so left. Yo, I was like, I said, yo, I ain't even with this club shit. We could go to the studio right, right now. Right so now, yeah. Goes, I'm ready right bet. now. Yeah. Beans, you want to go to the studio after? All right, we're going to go to the baseline after this. I'm like, bet. Like, I went, had this girl with me. I'm like, yo, I'm sorry, you got to come with me. Like, went to my crib, got the fucking ASR 10. Mm. It was in a big ass. Remember the ASR 10? Big case. It's like one in the morning. They came out, got in the limo. They're like, yeah, hey, we're going to meet you at baseline. 
Jay didn't show up. But <laughs> Beans came through and Freeway came through. And we did that joint that night. Uh, mm-hmm. Freeway. Oh, yeah. It was on State Property album. Oh, um, damn, what was it called? Still in effect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we ended up doing that. Yeah, but we were at a club. Yeah, it was a party. Environment. That's, that shit goes. funny. It was mad times we tried. We tried so many times. Damn, rec- see, records don't even happen like that no more, though. Yeah, like every everybody kind of knows or has access to everybody now. Any so that that mm-hmm. yeah. having to be in the same room, those moments are gone because it's IGDM. It's but then it was it's those rare. moments too, where it was like, say for instance, if you came with beats when we wasn't working, that yeah. was just you know what I'm saying. It's yeah. like nobody was really working in between albums like right. they do now. Like okay. now, people are always, always working. working. Always looking was, for records. Yeah, yeah album working. cycle. Yeah. It was like yeah. album cycle because you had to book time. Mm-hmm. Like I had yeah, to spend two thousand dollars on a session, mm-hmm. call him, get some rentals, mm-hmm. do all of that, like so he could lay the beat. Then he could come lay it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's like you have to be a guarantee. This is mm-hmm. something we're gonna use, mm-hmm. and we really like this beat. You know right, what I mean? That's right, why yeah. we had baseline. It was like he could say that. Yo, come mm-hmm. go to the baseline. Hops over there. You know, it's a little more freedom. We yeah. can try shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And stuff like that. But you know, like if somebody comes with a bunch of stuff and album just came out. I don't know what to tell you, man. We're going to have another six, seven yeah. months before yeah. we even yeah. what you bad call it. You know what I'm saying? Or is it bad, bad timing. timing? So, you know what I mean? A lot of times we can do something else with it. Yeah. yeah. But y'all so had a lot of artists at that time. Yeah, yeah. Remember one time I came to see you play beats? And you were at Jace Line. I came. I'm playing Beach View and shit. And it was like somebody on the couch with a jean suit, like a jean jacket and a jean pants. I thought it was one of y'all R&B artists. Then you had like Christian at the time. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was, I didn't know who it was because I'm playing beats for Hop and every other beat dude's going, I got one. I'm like thinking, who's this dude, man? I'm playing beats for Jay, for Jay, for Hop, yeah. for Jay. Like, what's going on? You know, and I used to bring the dats and he'd be like, I like six, I like eight, I like nine. Engineer would record them. So then after I did that, I go to leave and bro follows me out the room and shit. Remember, basically I had that little door and then the other door. And he goes, yo, yo how you get your drums like that? I'm like, drums? He goes, yo, I'm Kanye West, man. Kanye West. I was like, oh, you you straight, because he already had a couple of joints out. <laughs> yeah. And you had already told me about him. Yeah. I didn't know it was him. He goes, how did you get your drums like that? And I'm like, you straight. Your shit is fire. I gave him a dab. I'm like, he's like, all right, all right, bet. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Yo, he asked me I, I about appreciate that, bro. Kanye, bro. I didn't even know it was him the whole yeah, time. I thought it was an R&B remember. artist. I remember, too. Remember? Yeah. Because he was wild, picking beats man. out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Jason. Yeah, yeah, it was early. Because you told me early on, he told me we got this kid. Mm-hmm. I thought his name was Cognac. He was like, Cognac West. I'm like, huh, who, what? Mm-hmm. And you, were, you had a bunch of beats from him early on. Remember mm-hmm. when he just came to New yeah. York? Mm-hmm. Yep. That was an early stage. But who yeah. said the shit about your snare, though? That was no idea. Right. <laughs> he ain't like your snare? He said you got to change it. He be using the same snare too much. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, was, I was dumb excited. I was like, yo, I'm about the best producer ever. Yeah. Oh. Is, no, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm like, yo, listen to this. Every beat is crazy. He was like, yeah, but he got the same sneer. <laughs> Shut me down, man. Shut me down. Damn. Yeah. That's funny. No ID was the man early though. That was your man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you mm-hmm. had a couple people that you was tight with, but yeah. No, Warrior.